madness. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, roll up, roll up. It's the Paul and Jesse show on Newton's Nuggets. Hey, Jesse. Hello. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Do you know what? The last time we did a Paul and Jesse show, now I know we do intros and outros for every single show in between, okay? And the running theme has been that we're tired, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I'm just checking. Are you? Have you slept well? Have you, you know, looked after yourself, eaten healthily, and feel up and running and fine and great today? Um, I'm just going to say that the person I live with has requested that we have some food that isn't takeaway today. <laughs> yeah. So that that covers yeah. the healthy eating. Right. So uh, you're going to eat one bit of lettuce and then go back to a burger, right? Oh, that sounds like a plan. Oh. Honestly, uh, for we won't go into it, but it's been quite a stressful few weeks. Uh, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, and uh, yeah, so um, uh, people have probably noticed that we haven't been on socials very much recently, and all of that kind of thing. Uh, we are still around. We apologise to those who we haven't really promoted the show much for. Um, we are building up for some new things coming up. And yeah. life has added to those stresses. To the things. So, but we will be coming back with a vengeance. But in the meantime, we are continuing to do the show with some amazing guests. This is true. This is true. We've got some awesome guests coming up. And, mate, the last few weeks have been... Um, have been... Um, a whirlwind. Been... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Work stuff has gone ballistic. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely confirmed to be going for, to Stockholm in October for a, a big event. Um, I did a talk for Business Innovation South last week. Um, and as this show goes out, that'll be exactly a week ago that I did that that business. That was funny, mate. That was fun. I scared the life out of some people. Um, <laughs> and then looked at the person who told me not to scare people too much and smiled. <laughs> um, <laughs> then then I drove to Nottingham for a bit of a secret event. I wasn't allowed to say who it was for beforehand. Now this amused me a lot, okay? I was asked not to say that I was going to be doing a talk there on anything social media related, which is fine. And the industry they're in, there is potentially a few people that follow me that are from that industry. So I agreed. I said, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll, we'll keep this quiet. And we'll only scare them once they actually know why I'm there. Okay, good. Um, so it was quite funny because where they didn't know I was a speaker, I actually got to mill around in the reception area doing some close-up magic tricks. And I was nicking stuff left, right, and centre. Jesse, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then and then it was funny because then they, all, they got walked into the main room. And then, you know, lights went down a bit. Suddenly I've got radio mic on i've jumped up on stage and gone this is what i really do people you in trouble (laughs) (laughs) um so so to aloma who sorted that out and and seriously it was organized so well the crew were brilliant the crew jesse you've seen the looks of fear that i get when crew don't know me yeah um but you know it started out with what do you need on stage what do you want would you and i did my normal of as long as you can hear me on the radio mic and people can see me i'm good sit back and enjoy the show and and they were spot on. Literally, 
walked on stage, mic was spot on, lighting was spot on, everything was covered. They even had it covered for me jumping off stage and going into the audience. Um, I think somebody must have warned them. I don't know. But, <laughs> but no, it worked brilliantly. So to Aloma, to everyone in the team, to everybody that I met that day, thank you so much. It was brilliant fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's other events going on, but I'm getting more and more used to being asked not to tell people online where I am. Yeah, I mean, there's a, it's quite normal when you're talking about things like security type stuff. Yeah. And also just private events and things. You know, I know they're business events, but they're often private events. And so, therefore, I can see why a lot of them will have NDAs and things in place. So, But this is it. And it's, I mean, it's a bit weird because I've been promoting the magic stuff less and less, as you yeah. know, um, because we're concentrating on mental theft and on nuggets. And, but the nice thing is, I've still got really good agents that know me as Paul the Magician. And uh, not the weekend, the weekend before weekend just gone. Um, I had one of my agents call up and say, Can you do a last minute Saturday evening? It's going to be this, it's going to be a house party. It's exact. And it was seriously, mate, of all the tick boxes of all the things I like doing and the situations I like to be in, it hit every single one. And I went, Yeah, of course I can. Yeah, I'll do that. And mate, I just had so much fun. There was no pressure at all. I just messed about like an absolute kid and had a laugh with it. It was great. Awesome. Um, and then, so weekend just gone on a Saturday. Um, I refused to work Saturday. What actually happened was I was invited by some friends of mine, a young lady called Andy, uh, her husband, uh, their son. They own a boat in Southampton called the Princess Caroline. And basically these guys have decided to retire. Um, and and they invited select people to come on board for the last cruise around the Solent that the Princess Caroline's ever making. So, Andy, I don't know if you listen to this show, mate. I really don't. But what an amazing night. I mean, I took Jesse instead of taking my wife, <laughs> <laughs> which could cause trouble. But actually, in my household, it made my wife really happy. She got yeah. to watch period dramas and be with our daughter. That's all good. Um, and we were asked to dress as pirates. Jesse thought that I was lying. Um, I only found that out last minute when he saw other people dressed as pirates and went, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely did sit there thinking, like, turning up. Because it was uh, the, the, the place that we went to go to this boat. There were other boats in the area. Yeah. And so... Yeah. When we turned up, and the people that we saw when we turned up were all looking very, very smart for a sophisticated evening. And I'm thinking, Paulie's just stitched me up here. And it probably didn't help that my my costume could basically be hidden in my pocket. So yeah. I had all of my stuff in my pocket. So Jesse's even looking at me and going, you're not dressed up. I mean, he, he literally had a Hawaiian-looking shirt on. Yeah. to start with and I, that was it and I was thinking <laughs> I mean I most of mine sorry, was in my pocket mate. but I had made sure because my my costume went over a t-shirt so I made sure that I had a t-shirt that I was just happy to wear that fairly smart t-shirt for the rest of the yeah. day because I don't trust you I don't blame you mate I really don't I promise <laughs> I wouldn't pull something like that on you but then on the flip side you've seen probably probably other people so yeah. I yeah I don't blame you. um but yeah, no, that was a nice night, mate. And, you know, we just 
kicked back and relaxed and watched silly people dancing and having fun and messing about and we chatted to loads of really random really nice people yeah yeah they were all so random in their awesome ways it was brilliant we saw one pirate with two guns threaten another ship (laughs) or did um (laughs) i'm not sure how i felt about that one to be honest with you luckily the other ship were laughing so i think we were okay yeah yeah yeah. um but basically yeah. leant over the side of the boat and went, Ah, slow down, my hearties. <laughs> you forgot the bit while pointing a gun at them. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. up close, they were quite obviously cheap plastic toy guns. But yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're on another yeah. boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, that was a fun evening. I, I really enjoyed it. I had such a good laugh. Go. <laughs> So let's talk about the last three weeks. I mean, we've had some awesome guests on. And, right, we've been sexist this this last three weeks, Jesse. I know. It's all been men. What happened? Well, what I'm liking is that we get a three weeks where it's all men and you and I throw a hissy fit. And what tends to happen is that then gets followed by us having a load of amazing women come and join us on the show. Yeah. Um, which I've seen the bookings, and I know that may be true. <laughs> Damn it, you're right. Okay, um, you're right because because me and you, we've never we've never picked somebody because of their sex or their sexuality to be on the show. No, we've picked people because of their awesomeness. Yeah, to be blatantly honest. But yeah, sometimes we do look around and go, "Hold on, that's a run of five or six shows when it's been yeah." Yeah, and then we go. Okay, right. We need to do something about this. And then Jesse will do like he just. We've just had a production meeting on air, really, because Jesse then goes, "Yeah, but look at his book for the next three weeks. We're already good." Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, then carry on, carry on. So we've had three guys for the last three weeks. Um, going, going from the furthest back to now. So we had Tyler Hall. Yeah. Um, who talked very openly, very honestly about some issues that I don't think anyone could understand unless they've been through them. Yeah. Um, and actually, you, at the end of that show, you gave me a bit of a slap in the face on that one. Because <laughs> I, I remember turning around to you and going, I don't think I could have handled that. You know, everything that he's been through, I don't think I could have dealt with that and come out of it the way that he has so strong, so powerful and so positive and and but basically I was fanboying over Tyler a lot. Okay. <laughs> um and, and then Jesse said, Yeah, but Paul, what have you dealt with? And I was like, ah, nothing really. And then he went, Really? Yeah. I was like, No, all I've dealt with is um there was this thing and then this thing and then yeah, there was a thing and there was a yeah, there was that thing and there's the thing and and the fact is, I think we all go through some horrendous things, but it's up to us how we deal with them. Yeah. So so Tyler, mate, you have my utmost love, admiration, um, poorly hugs whenever you want them, but you do live quite far away, so I might have to wait a while. But yeah, you I could just that. stretch your arms really long. So what? Be like Paulie Armstrong. Just, yeah. Come out. There's only certain age of people that know what toy I'm on about now. Stretch those <laughs> arms out. 
We can do that. We can do that. Stretch our arms to the other side of the world and give Tyler a big pulley hug. Um, but yeah, what a show. I mean, it went into places that I didn't expect to go to. But we've already Yeah, it was an interesting one because knowing why we had like the reason we had him on the show i thought actually it could be quite a a dark show and yep. actually i thought in particular i thought what was interesting was how positive tyler is isn't he isn't he was brilliant so tyler i hope you listen to this mate because i believe you've got at the very least two awesome friends out doing that show um got your back whenever you need it mate okay um, and then Steve Feld. Now, Jesse. Yes. What are our joint rules on business coaches? <laughs> well, um, I don't. Have we made this public? Have we ever made this public? Well, we talked about it in his show a little bit. Yeah, we did touch it, didn't we? Mm. Um, so we have rules. Which is along the line... This is something I learned from Brad Byrne ages ago, okay? Um, if you want to be a comic on stage, don't tell me you're funny, prove it. Yeah. Just make me laugh. If you can make me laugh on stage, then you're a comic. If you're a business coach, please don't come to me. Say, I want to be on your, your business podcast because I'm a business coach. And I do business coaching. Mm. I just... I don't care. It just goes. I'm just like it's it's gone, because no lie, we've been approached by a lot of business coaches. I was thinking about it since the show. Actually, I was trying to put my finger on it a little bit, and I think what it is is that even if you're coming up with very specific, I don't know, niche or I, I use this word and don't mean it in a derogatory way, but your gimmick the thing that makes yeah. you stand out you know it's very difficult to do that anyway for whether if you're in something where there's a lot of you like for example i'm a photographer so wedding photographers you know at the end of the day 90 percent of the important things have is more or less the same across everybody yeah yeah and so I was thinking about it and I was thinking, well, why why is it then for, so on the business coach or any other particular profession is that, you know, it's important to find those things, but why is that not important to the show? And I think actually the business, people aren't here to sell their business. I think that's the key thing. If you're, if you're going to go and do interviews for podcasts or radio or news. I know from dealing with a lot of people to do with creating news stories that are articles that they, newspapers want to pick up. You trying to sell what you do, who you are, however it is, isn't really what people are interested in listening to. We want the advice. Yeah. We want the stories. We want, you know, the journeys all of those sorts of things, the things that are really actually interesting. Yeah. You know, Pet when Petra um, came to us and she talked about the fact that she'd grown up in a cult and now she did the fact that she deals with mental health stuff. Now she didn't talk about her business too much. She talked about how she got to her being in a business because she had a really interesting story. Yeah. Now, not everybody's got a, I grew up in a cult story. 
but you people do tend to have their own business stories and stories of success and triumph over adversity and all these sorts of things. You well, do you remember when Stacey Calder was on? Yeah. And at the time, we were getting quite a lot of messages of, like your podcast, I want to run my own business, but I can't because. Yeah. And we had, I remember one message I had from a lady who said, I can't run my own business because I've got two kids. And literally, like three days later, Stacey Calder's show went out. Yeah. And there's Stacey going, ah, uh, yeah, well, I don't do much. What do you do, Stacey? Well, I help the local council with this. I do this for the schools. I've got three dogs and I've got five kids. And then do And she just listed all this stuff. Yeah. And then I remember going, go on, tell me you can't do it. Yeah. And it's true. It's it's the story. It's the why. It's the what's different. What is it that somebody has overcome that our listeners can learn from? Yeah. Or if you've just got business advice. Yeah, and Steve was lovely at that, wasn't he? He was he just, brilliant at that. He just gave and gave and gave and didn't expect... The people who come on this show are not paid to be on here, okay? No. We really don't have a budget for that. Just not happening. Yeah. Um, I have been told that I should charge some people to be on the show. We don't do that, okay? No. That's not what it's about. Yes, we have sponsors for the show every so often, and yes, that keeps us helping us pay our bills. That's it. The only the only payment we require is for somebody to come along and provide us the payment of their time and something interesting to say. <laughs> yeah, and it works. It really does work. We've got we've got some amazing shows coming up of people from different backgrounds doing very different things and there's some people who've been successful in things that do you know what i would lay a bet that a load of our listeners don't even watch or use some of the platforms these people are on but they've made a successful business steve honestly mate the amount of the amount of advice and information you just threw at all of our listeners thank you bud thank you so much it was brilliant um should we do? Yeah, we'll talk about Rick. Yeah, because that that keeps with the flow, um, and and then we'll cover a couple of things that have gone on yeah. around Nuggets and around us two as well. Um, so Rick Simmons. Now I know Rick. Uh, weirdly, we've never met face to face. We've met via video calls and, and networking and stuff. And I've seen what he does. And you know the the podcast awards that we were up for. Yes. He was up for some of them as well. Oh, was he? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah, he got further than us, so I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Was that him yeah. personally or some of the shows that he was working on? Some of the shows he's worked on. Yeah. Some of the shows he's helped produce and, and run and stuff. So, so actually, seriously, well done, Rick. Well done, yeah. Good job, mate. Um, but again, right, he's come in. And we often have people saying, why should I start a podcast? What should I do with a podcast? Is it even worth doing a podcast? And I always laughingly say, don't do it. Okay, don't do it. Unless you're going to put real effort into it, don't do it. Yeah. Because, and, and me and Rick covered this on the show, there's a lot of podcasts that start up and don't get to month three. Now, I'm going to say this number carefully because Jesse might get a nervous twitch in a second. 
but we have now gone over two years. Yeah. I still can't believe it, mate. It still does my head in. Um, I think if I looked at it properly, we're possibly closer to two and a half years now. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that'll do. That's enough. Well, um, put it this way, Paul. We uh, This is the 124th episode. Jesus! <laughs> For anyone who's religious, I apologise. But justified. That, that's nuts. Isn't it? Yeah. We are closing two and a half years. Yeah. Okay. I get a lot of people ask me why Nuggets is successful. The honest answer is I'm not sure. I'm I'm really not. Um, I think consistency is there. Jesse makes sure that no matter what, the show goes out on a Wednesday. Uh, we used to have the show going out at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, UK time Wednesday. That has been moved to about 6am on every Wednesday morning. 6.30. <clears throat> Thank you. 6.30am um, every Wednesday morning. And actually, that helped, didn't it, Jesse? Weirdly, yeah. it gave us a better launch day every week because we had more hours of that day, um, which made the numbers look better, which I think then made all of the podcasting platforms like it even more. I don't know. Um, I think people like that me and Jesse are allowed to have whatever banter we want. Um, I think they like that me and Jesse both respect each other. I think they kind of like that I push Jesse into this. I don't know. But yeah, the consistency, anytime, dude, anytime. You hide behind your camera for a bit. It's all right. I got this. Um, but the consistency is massive. So, like Rick said in the show, if you're not, <laughs> you're literally trying to hide behind the microphone. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Um, if you're not ready to put constant effort into it, don't. But then on the flip side, it can get you a following worldwide. I don't know any other platform that can do this this easily and this, I'll, I'll be careful here, cheap. Yeah, it's interesting because oh, well, I was going to draw a parallel to social media platforms. Yeah. I always say to people uh, when they ask for advice, pick, the, pick the, the ones that really fit you and that probably shouldn't be more than maybe two or three. Yeah, because you normally have an issue with those coachy guru types who say, you've got to do this one social media yeah. and be 100% at it. No, you don't. Yeah, not 100% at one, but because it's what happens if that platform disappears, you've got nothing. Yeah. And that that happens. Um, there's plenty of Vine stars that will, will tell you that. Um, but the... But don't spread yourself too thinly. Um, I think... Finding something that you really put the effort into and have the passion for is great. Um, you know that, like, I love TikTok and Instagram, so those are the ones that I concentrate on. Yeah. You know, you don't like Instagram, so you don't waste your time with it. You just, otherwise, you're just going to do it. You waste. You literally are wasting your time if you do a crap job of something. You're devaluing yourself, and I think that's really key with. Um, with the podcast because the podcast has more um, I don't know I, it, it's got to more, me it's, it shows more value it's a bit like when we wrote the book it's a part way to writing a book essentially that you can yeah. show that oh do you know what I'm the I'm the person that did the podcast on this and so that that's great 
um i think it's quite funny even listening to like the really big podcasts like diary of a ceo where he like i'm hearing him now and thinking if you listen back to ones that he did several years ago the difference in them as an individual talking about subjects is so different because they know they've thought about all these things a lot more yeah um so yeah so so there's a certain level of of that but as paul says you really need to be sure it's not something that you should just do oh i'm gonna just chuck a podcast together and hope it does okay because nobody will listen to it and to me again it's something that rick touched on is i think uh, podcasts are much more a personal thing yeah um because we are we are literally currently our voices are coming out in your head okay now that's kind of freaky because you can hear me through the headphones or through a speaker and in your head you're hearing my voice that's a really personal place to be so to get traction on this people have got to like you and trust you um oh my word i need to put another thank you into the listeners but they they keep letting us two into their heads hello we're the voices in your head I nearly said something really bad then, not going to now. <laughs> Please don't. I, I, I will not give the people, the nice people, weird commands, because that would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not for legal reasons. No, no, not happening. Um, I can feel my solicitor going, I need to call Paul. I need to check on Paul. <laughs> Make sure he's not doing something stupid. Um so Rick, mate, thank you so much. Thank, and there were so many things that we've tried to advise people on, and you backed us up on our arguments of how it could cost a fortune to do a podcast, how you can get it done with a shoestring, how you can. I, I had a question last night from from somebody who's been on the show before, Jesse. Yeah. Um, some, someone that we both like and trust, and we had lunch with at Bamalorn a while yes. back. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Um, saying, Paul, Paul, I need to understand what kit I need to get together to to do a podcast. And I went, you've already got it. Use your laptop. Yeah. And she was like, but surely I need this. And, nope, nope. We started using the cameras that was in the laptop and the microphone that was in the laptop. And don't get me wrong, if you go back to episode one, you will see that I used the camera and the mic in the laptop. Now we've got better microphones, we've got better cameras, things like that. But you don't have well, to. Well, the, the original Stephen Bartlett's Diary of the CAO ones, he literally has a clip-in mic, which you can buy for about, 10 15 quid from uh from amazon yeah and he plugged that into his phone and he just recorded a memo and he did it he did it in a basically a closet with a blanket wrapped around him for better sound quality but he probably didn't need to Uh, Mm um and but yeah that was that's how he did his podcast so yeah rick you were awesome thank you mate yeah um Right, we for a Paul and Jesse show, we've already gone on quite a bit. So, uh, do you want to tell people about Grow Radio? Yes, I do want to tell people about Grow Radio. Um, so we talking of podcasting experts, we have had Gary on the show. Um, sorry, who... sorry, Mister Gary Jones. <laughs> Mate, he's special to us. He's he helped is. us so much. Um, so if you listen to episode 49, which was released on the 14th of April, 2021, um, that is that was Gary talking about um, podcasts. We were quite nervous. It was also when we had just had a rebrand and a, a little bit of a relaunch in the middle, so we were really nervous. 
Yeah, um, we were. I was. I was panicking that he was going to say, "Whatever you do, don't do this, this, and this." <laughs> but Gary's brilliant, and we we've stayed in touch. We've talked about a lot of things. Paul's been at his Grow Live yeah. events. Yeah, um, uh, put my mental theft hat on and help people out with fraud and investigations and things like that. Yeah. Uh, and then basically, so what Gary's done is he has set up a radio station made up of podcasts. And I think it's a really cool idea because I love sitting and listening to the radio and I love listening to podcasts. But finding podcasts can be, you know, there's a million of them and I never know what to listen to. Yeah. Uh, so what he has done is he's set this thing up. So there's a whole load of different people on there. A lot of them have been on our show as guests of people who have who've got their own podcasts. But there's also a whole load um, of people that you won't have heard of or you won't have heard on the podcast. Uh, there's everything in there from uh, the bookkeeping basics to the five minute meditation from Keith Blakemore Noble, who's been on the show a few times. Yeah. Um, uh, I believe I'm right in saying Brad Burton's podcast is on there as well. The now what? Yeah. Yeah. That is. One. Yeah. Uh, my... What did you do? And the mind affinity podcast as well. That's, um, Duncan, we like Duncan. We love Duncan. So there's a whole load of stuff in there. There's one called Digging Up Ancient Aliens. Um, there's all sorts of different things in there um, for different people. There's... This is a smorgasbord of podcasts. A smorgasbord of podcasts, indeed. Uh, there's one about cancer research here. There's all sorts. There's so many things in there. And also... On um, essentially uh, on a Thursday at 12pm you can listen to past episodes of Newton's Nuggets so basically between myself and Paul as we've decided on a whole load of different episodes yeah uh, and we've basically um, once a week on a Thursday and I believe there's it's a repeat on a Sunday at lunchtime as well um, basically Newton's Nuggets um, goes out and so you can listen to old episodes and all you need to do is um, go to growradio.co.uk and you can click on listen now and you can literally press on it and in your web browser there's a player it opens up and you can just listen to it like you listen to the radio and it's brilliant yep i like it i really like it i i wish gary all the best in the world with it because i think it's going to be a great idea and some of the shows that are on there mate are really good i mean the now what ones i i love them to bits um duncan is brilliant keith yeah. noble is awesome i mean some of his guests are a bit dodgy sometimes hello Hiya. um but you know <laughs> and actually on that on that Jesse. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So, on Thursday last week, I had a long drive home. Did okay. You? I spent some of that drive talking to one of my buddies on the phone quite a lot. Um, and I, I went back and listened to some of Keith's shows. Right? And I picked one. I picked one specifically because it had this blog called Jesse on it. Oh, sounds like an idiot. Well, just you can't. That's wrong. You can't do that just because of someone's name, Jesse. 
Okay, I haven't told you about him yet. So he's a photographer and he's a marketing guru and, and he's on a podcast called Newton's Nuggets. I bet he wouldn't be happy about the fact that you use the word guru. No, no. If he was closer, he'd probably slap me for that. I mean, I'm just guessing. But, you know, he would de-hack um, you for that. He would de-hack me. Yes, he would do that. He would happily clip me around the, the back of my head and make my hat fly. Um, but honestly, mate, I was listening to that show again and I just wanted to say, well done. Mate, that's an awesome show. Thank you. I mean, you. it's not as awesome as episode eighty-four from December the fifteenth, twenty twenty-one. But you know what I mean? That, that was that was awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, that's the point. I'm, I need to go and check it because I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to check. You keep rambling for a minute about how amazing I am, and I'm going to check. Okay, I'll I'm keep. Gonna... Yeah, but then your head will get so big oh, you, you won't be able um, to go to the door. On Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Uh, is the Wedding Pros Who Are Ready to Grow podcast, which, irrespective of whether you're in the wedding industry or not, it's, yeah. it's obviously because, as you can tell from the name, is very much uh, pointed towards wedding pros. Um, the um, But actually, I think all of the advice in there is good for business in general. Yeah. Um, basically, that is my my personal business mentor becca pountney who i was on her podcast earlier this year and so you might even get to hear me on there if you really want to so hold on hold on hold on this year right you've been a guest on your own you know without the paulie on two different podcasts i have yeah so does this mean we're now allowed to promote you out to be oh. a guest on podcasts nobody wants to hear from me no, nobody. That's why you've been invited to two podcasts already. Shut up, Paulie. So, if you have a podcast, <laughs> and if you can find him, you may be able to call the Jesse Lawrence and get him on your show. He's blooming good at what he does, you know. Um, there you go. I've, I've said what I wanted to. Thanks. Seriously, ladies and gents, this is why me and Jesse don't record in the same room, because right now he would hit me. <laughs> um, what else we got to do? Nuggeteer! Nuggeteer of the week. Ah, oh, that's a good one this week too. Shall we yeah, play the right. jingle? Let's play the, ladies and gents. It's the Nuggeteer of the week jingle. It's time for the Nuggeteer of the week. Good. I love that jingle. <laughs> so, um, uh, I don't know who should do this one. Um, both of us really. Yeah, well, we both love him. We both yeah, like we him, does. Um, okay, so those of you who know, some of you don't, but me and Jesse are now in the wonderful world of Twitch. You can find me on twitch.tv forward slash Paul Newton Magic. You can find Jesse on twitch.tv forward slash Big Jesse. Okay, and and somehow we hit the affiliate thing quite quickly, which means we've got what is it, over 50 followers and more than a certain amount of people watch it and stuff yeah. and stuff and stuff. We didn't care too much, to be honest. Um, <laughs> we've had this guy dropping into our friends' channels and into our channels, and whilst he's... he's I can, I'm going to say, whilst he's abusive, he's funny with it. Oh, okay? yeah, like, it's everything's with love, but it's... Yeah. And it proper fits in with our attitude. It yeah. just does. He's so funny and so nice. Um but this guy, he basically, he's a DJ on the internet now. And he does free DJ sets on Twitch. And if you want to find him, I believe it's twitch.tv forward slash DJ Mike Storm. Is correct. 
Yay! Done the first time. No editing involved. Thanks, Jesse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's brilliant. Now, we've always said that people can get Nuggeteer of the Week from doing reviews, shout-outs, promoting us somewhere, all of these things. And it's quite nice because we're starting to gather a list of people in advance. So this week's Nuggeteer of the Week is DJ Mike Storm. Mike, seriously, mate, thank you so much for all of your kind words and your slightly abusive words that it's always just fun whenever we're dealing with you. Yeah. Thank you for the shout-outs, because I know you've given shout-outs to this show when we haven't even been on your stream. Yeah, I've had other people tell us about it, so thank you so much, mate. Really do appreciate it. Um, uh, it's worth noting that if people are looking for DJ Mike Storm on Twitch, it is D-D-E-E-J-J-A-Y. Good point. Would you, um, would you mind putting a link to... His... Yeah, there'll be the link in the comments and everything, of course. Anyway. Awesome. Now, I'm going to do a quick special shout-out here. Um, actually, I should probably point out the link will be on the website in the episode bit. So go and find the episode on newtonsnuggets.com and go okay. and find the link on there because that's where we stick the Nuggeteer of the Week announcements. Yep, yep, that's cool. Nice one. Um, I'm going to do a quick shout, extra shout out because every week when we put the list together of who's our next Nuggeteer, um, we, we, we go through some things on our social media and we check some bits and we do... And Jesse went, Paul, Paul, we've just got a lovely, nice new review. It's brilliant. I really like it. I'm really chuffed with it. Do you know somebody called Wedding Ruth? And I went, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he went, brilliant, brilliant. Do you know her, full, her proper name? Yes, that was the Ruth that was Nuggeteer of the Week last week. And then Jesse hurled a load of abuse at me. There were words that I can't repeat, repeat yeah. now. Yeah. So, Ruth, you nearly got Nuggeteer of the Week. Twice. <laughs> Times in a row. That's impressive. Thank you so much for the review, Ruth. But you're banned from Nuggeteer of the Week this week. <laughs> um, and, and like I said, mate, it's it's nice, isn't it, that we've got a list of people that we go, look what they've done, look what they've done. You lot are just absolutely phenomenal. Thank you so much. Jesse, anything else we need to do? Uh, no, I think we've covered everything. Oh, have have we mentioned your show? No, we have not mentioned my show, but it's also not in my notes, so that's probably why I haven't mentioned my show. <laughs> so we've mentioned everything apart from the one thing that's quite important. The one the one thing that I kind of need to sell it out to make it look good, right? Yeah. So on the 18th of November, we were going to do this last weekend. Uh, unfortunately, because of the Queen and everything that's happened around that, we, we decided to pull the show and postpone it. So on November the 18th at 7.30 in Hangar Farm Art Centre, which is in Totten putting on a one-night show. It's a one-man, one-night show. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about some stories of stuff I've done as mental theft. We're going to do some tricks and mess with your head. And the second half, we hope, is going to be phenomenal. We, I've, I've, done, I've trialed bits of this before. I'm going to try and make a whole big story around the second act that will even mess up Jesse's head. Because he's great. Which is great, considering I'm trying to film it. Yeah. Yeah, why is there no filming of the end? Well, that's when Jesse threw the camera. <laughs> so, so if you can make it, I mean, the most expensive ticket is fifteen pounds. Um, I think concessions are something like twelve pounds, and if you buy a family of four tickets, it's forty-five quid for all four. So, seriously, we're not talking ridiculous prices here. Um, 
And what we're doing is a load of the money that's raised from it goes to the Minstead Trust, um, which is just a fabulous organisation that I'm really happy to be involved in. Um, that's it. I don't like the self-promo stuff, Jesse, so I'm going to walk away now. Yeah, that's what we have DJ Mike for. Yeah, let's give him the details. He'll get it sold out. Yeah. Um, are we done? Have we yes. done everything? Done everything, done that, done that, no extra notes, can't see anyone telling me off for anything. That is because I locked the door. Um, <laughs> good, mate. Lovely. Right, I'll, I'll start my goodbye spill. We'll be finished in the next 20 minutes. Hold on. Did you want a nugget for this week? What was it being called, Newton's Nuggets? Do you know what? I will only accept a nugget if it's from one of my best buddies who is a, 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 a co-host <laughs> on my favourite show ever. Okay. Because I had something that I heard earlier in the week and I just thought, actually... It might be a little quick nugget, and it was it was called um, the fast cheap good triangle, which you may have heard of before. Now, if you take the three things, you can have something fast, you can have something cheap, or you can have something good. Now, you can have any two of those things when you sell something, but you can't have all three. So you can have something quickly. And you can have some, and it be cheap, but it ain't going to be any good. Or you can have something really cheap and and really good, but it ain't going to happen quickly. And so you basically, you take any two of those and it works really well. And I think there's a couple of things. Firstly, it's quite a good way of dealing with customers who want everything. It's an understanding of the fact that they are asking for more than is actually fair and reasonable. Yeah. But more than that, I think it's quite deep into looking about how you provide the services that you provide as a business. You know, are you trying to be everything to everyone and do amazing stuff, which is unreasonable? Or are you, which one of those things are you willing to sacrifice? The speed, the quality, or how much it cost, you know, the you know, how much they're willing to pay. Um and then choose the ones that you're willing to drop. You know, I'm happy to I'm happy to do this really good and really fast, but you're gonna pay for this. So are you saying Paul Newton should promote himself as fast and good? Because yes. he ain't cheap. <laughs> exactly. I like that. I like that. I can work with that. There you go. But you're right, mate. You are right. It's, I don't know. I see, I see so many companies at the moment going, oh, we want a Picasso, but we've only got £10. Well, I think the, the thing that's really important with this is most people that have small businesses, they're trying to be really good. Nobody wants to say, I'm doing something that's rubbish. Right, so unless you're trying to mass sell something, but nobody, not many people have a passion project type business like what most people have done over the last few years. That involves them doing something and going, oh yeah, I'll do a rubbish job of that, but at least I'll make a load of money out of it. Not many people do that. Um, so you've already got one side of that triangle covered. You know, you, you've got good. So now you've got to decide. Are you going to chuck that out at people 
for a lot of money, but be responsive, be yeah. quick, be available? Or are you willing to not be so quick with the delivery of stuff? Especially, this is especially products, but actually goes with services and things as well. You know, your availability. In which case, you need to think about your prices. Mate, I think there's a lot of people who need to think about their prices. Yeah. Really and then do. and then if you're talking about tight speed as well because this is the other thing that comes in here because you're I think this is something that a lot of businesses don't really think about is that you're playing off time versus money there. Yeah. And very often people waste an awful lot of time uh on the wrong things. Um you know, I can I save 100 quid here or or 200 quid there, but by the way, it's going to take me weeks of work to do that. I was was at a a wedding fair a little while ago, and I heard a guy trying to get a wedding cake for £9. (laughs) I mean, you're lucky to get any cake for £9 from the supermarket. Yeah. Dude, I think you are going to a very well-known supermarket brand and probably buying one that says happy birthday on it. If, If you're lucky. Yeah. You're better off buying some cupcakes. <laughs> Ladies and gents, if you have a boyfriend that wants to buy a wedding cake for £9, ditch them. So anyway. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being awesome. Thank you so much for letting mine and Jesse's voices ring out in your ears in whichever way you listen or watch the show. You lot are amazing. And from me and him, it's a quick goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.